<laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's not Nancy Fabian. Get it right. We are live, and this is the <laughs> this is the Valentine's Day episode of the Nerditude Movie Podcast. I'm Matt, as always, with Alex, Lewis, and Giovanni. Um, let me get my screen. I didn't put my screen in order here, so normally top down, it's Ale or me, Alex, Giovanni, Lewis. That's how I like the way it looks. That's how it stays. Hi KG, hi Nikki. Thank you for the you are her power bottom, the most po the power the poweriest of bottoms. Um, we're doing two movies today. We're doing uh, a Knight's Tale and then Punch Drunk Love. I believe we're doing a Knight's Tale first, correct? Yeah, they see all of you, baby. The problem is, is what is she going to do when you become one with the cats and rise up against her? I am Catman. <laughs> purr, my beauties, purr! Much like me, this episode's got multiple personality disorder. Is who muted? Oh, wait. You guys were muted. Oh. God damn it. What? No, I'm not. Now wait, we're good. They, they couldn't hear what we said? No. Oh, I said a bunch of racist stuff, so that's Jesus. That, uh, that that whole thing was just me. I was distracting, and by I had you muted because I was like, "Well, it's only so many, you know, R words we can do." Well, uh, I'm not canceled now. So. Now, uh, <laughs> I don't think I was muted, so they did hear my big mouth. But I think um, you're the rest safe. Of us were great. You can continue to have your job, and, and everything you. you said about your wife is uh, also not been heard. Damn, good, yeah, good, the kitty cat good, thing. Good. Basically, yeah. Lewis has been kicked out of the house. His background is live. He's living with the kitty cats until he can eventually take over his wife. Back Stop away. disappearing into your kitty cats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay, so now that I got all the racism out of me. Uh, so we are doing two movies tonight. Support. We're doing A Knight's Tale and Punch Drunk Love. Um and it's the Valentine's episode, so... Uh, happy, I mean, I, everyone except Nikki, happy Valentine's Day. God knows I wouldn't want to... Happy Hallmark. Her. And, you know, if you... Oh, you have, too? You too? <laughs> what are you, are you fighting I've against the corporations, said, man? Said, no, I've already said why, why I, don't, I don't care for it. I bought my wife a fucking big bouquet of flowers one year, and she said, why? Because they die. And I said, Excuse oh, me, I'm not buying it's, pro it's pronounced bouquet. Okay. Oh, bukkake. Um, but, you know... If, Maybe that's if, why she didn't like him. If if you're alone, isn't there a Valentine's massacre on Valentine's Day? Day? Uh, well, well Saint Valentine's Saint Day. There's a couple. Yeah. There was one here in Chicago too. For uh, but it, but if you are Valentine's alone this Valentine's Day, you can always uh, touching yourself. You know, uh, swallow a gut. No. Um, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> so the first movie we're gonna do is a Knight's Tale. But like I said, let's, we're supposed uh, to start with the heavy movie. What are we doing? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Thank you, Julian. Actually, the, she went a little shorter than I wanted to. So, like, once again, depending on the angle, I you know, this is like 
proper dapper, and this is like, oh, don't look him in the eye. So if you had, we're gonna, if you had a, if you had a ponytail going, you'd kind of look like slow. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> No, no. The slow the streamer has what I can only describe oh. as uh, the Christy Mack haircut, and it's just oh, he no. needs to cut his hair. Slow, no. if you're watching, cut your hair. <laughs> Please cut your fucking hair. But um, uh, go, what are we oh, watching? Yeah. What's the yeah, first what movie if, again? What or, have you are guys we... been watching? Uh, I oh, yeah, recently right. watched Besides Bukaki? Uh, Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City, which we will be uh, reviewing. My hand keeps disappearing. Um, so I won't go too much into that, but um, it was not good. Um, <laughs> what what else? What's up, Crash? Um, we haven't um, really been watching much. My wife has uh, gotten into uh, the Queer Eye show on Netflix. A uh, lot of people um, have. Everybody's talking about that fucking the, show. the newer one, right? They brought it back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's actually it's, it's pretty good, and it makes me realize that I uh, don't dress great at all because they all dress fabulous. Um, you know that's what? It. I mean, what else is no? That's true. You know what I mean? It's like I don't. I I, I used to watch the old. Is it the same guys or is it different group? No, no. It's oh, all, that's disappointing. All, yeah, all different people. I the old guys are probably dead. I don't know. Well, why would you say that? It was like 10 years ago. They were in their 30s. He said the same thing about Daniel. Hey, I had probable cause for that fucker. <laughs> go on. Um, anyways, uh, who who else? I haven't been watching much. I'll go next because I'm most important. Okay. Um, I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> that worked perfectly. I've, I've been watching uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've been powering yes. through that. It's great, great stuff. And then um, Matt actually showed me a deal for Ultraman, the original. So that now I own... issues in his relationship. By yeah. Sharing deals. yeah. I'm only missing one Ultraman series. I have three. I'm missing the one. So I've been powering through the original Ultraman. Nice. Uh, I've, I've fallen down that fucking rabbit hole of watching Chuck reruns. Uh, <laughs> not reruns, but I started <laughs> watching, watching fucking Chuck HBO reruns. Max. And I, I'm already on like season three and shit. And I just started like two days ago. Is it my turn? That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jen and I were we had, what is a peacemaker? Peace be yeah, a peacemaker, right? Oh yeah, I did watch yeah. the first episode. Oh, I'm right. uh, starting that tomorrow. We got to finish the series or season tomorrow. Um, peacemaker, random shit, archive eighty one, a lot of Top Gear and a lot of YouTube um, old wrestling shit. How are you liking yeah. Archive 81? You know what? I dig it. I actually just talked to Mike yesterday on this. It's it's slow, which, I don't know. I dig, but if it's going to be slow, I need it to be that much more involving. And there mm -hmm. are parts of that show that become slow in a way of, like, if I'm thinking about hitting my 10 seconds ahead button on my remote, like, there's an issue. <laughs> All I'm saying. I don't know, and I, I think I really about like it a the, lot during that fucking show. The, the <laughs> podcast is pretty interesting, too. Um, oh, I actually have also been watching an Always Sunny product, the Always Sunny Philadelphia podcast. If anybody watches that, okay. it's great. It's They literally just watch an episode and discuss it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. So, yeah, if, you, yeah, if you're a fan of the show, it's uh, Glenn Howerton and I forgot, uh, Mac, and then Charlie Day's been in a lot of them as well. Okay. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's an entertaining listen. Um, what about Demon Slayer or Attack on Titan? I don't watch either one of those. Anybody? I've seen both of them. Very good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Demon uh Attack on Titan, I believe, is ending. 
Who who mentioned that? No, I don't have the chat. Crash. Uh, Crash oh, just dummy. It's not out. coming up on the screen. I don't know why. Get him Fobby. out. Get him out. He's out. Bobby. <laughs> it was just um, up. I you just are, saw so, it. Wait, you want me to ban him? Yeah. Ban him. <laughs> Sorry, Damien. Love you. He's going to... A new person's going to pop up, not Crash. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. We, we know that's you. Fobby13479. Man, my favorite fucking name was taken. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's Nikki's got the red wine or the bourbon in one hand and the fucking ban hammer in the other. She's ready to go to yeah. town. Nikki's gonna go to town on Fabian. <laughs> Damn. All right. Um, Let's talk about something about this movie. His beautiful red hair. Yeah. So uh, the Knight's Tale. So this movie came out uh, May 11, two thousand one. Whoa, that's two days before my birthday. Crazy. That's that crazy. Uh, uh, 132 minutes long, a budget of 65 million dollars, and this movie did okay. Thanks, made Jules. 117 million back. Um, something dirty. Something dirty. Um, yeah. For, so for cast, if you, for some reason you haven't seen The Night's Tale, um, it stars the handsome Heath Ledger, uh, the late Heath Ledger. Um, it also has uh, Mark Addy of. <laughs> It also has uh, Mark Addy, who I believe is also... Is he Game of Thrones? No, that's not Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, he was uh, Robert Baratheon. Yeah, Thrones. yeah. Um, Alan Tudyk. Um, you have Paul Bet... Bet... Betel... Betel... Betney. Stroke. Um, it's Betney. You have Vision. Vision, um, yeah. 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 Paul Doesn't Bettany Alan Tudyk too? have a, a new show on sci-fi where he plays an alien who's supposed to come Yes. I think it's... Well, yeah. It yeah, it's... Out um, for a while? Season two is on the second way, season, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and also our homeboy from Dark City is in this, uh, Rufus. Uh, Dude, well, I think I think I think this movie is why Jen hates Dark City so much. Why? Because he's the because he, he's the piece of shit bad guy in this movie. Mm. He does play good piece of shit. I, I made that connection last night, and I think she lets this fucking dumb movie ruin that masterpiece that is Dark City. <laughs> I have reasons why it's a dumb movie, to which I will go into. I haven't ever seen this movie in its entirety before yesterday. What the fuck is the first thing I'm going to ask? <laughs> I love this movie. This movie's great. <laughs> I didn't hate this movie, right? But, like, how am I supposed to accept this as a period piece when fucking We Will Rock You and Thunderstruck plays in the goddamn song? Anybody? Like, at least they chose British bands. I don't know if it was ever supposed to, like... Supposed to be serious, be yeah. taken as a period. I think it's more nope, like no, no, there are, but it the, literally the soundtrack negates the whole movie, though. It's like you're not a noble knight, and it's like, no, I'm not QRO Speedwagon. It's like, what? Like, monta for one thing, here's a montage of him training to be a knight backed by 80s rock. Like, what the fuck? Like, you couldn't get like people tore apart Mel Gibson for having a shitty Irish accent. And there's fucking Queen in this movie. I didn't. I didn't like the music of it, but I, I did like the whole movie and, and the music that they did have. That was for the time. Like I, I didn't like the the modern music. You know what it is? I think it's that one scene. I think I know what scene Matt's talking about. Like if you have music in a movie, or the um, and, and and no no music in a movie as is, um, but the characters aren't aware that the music is playing. It's just part of the scene, kind of to to give it energy. But in the scene Matt's talking about. They literally start singing in the scene, We Will Rock You. Yes. Oh, it's like, that's when it, that song actually came out. 
it's like they watch glad it's it's like they watch gladiator together right and they're just like bro when he's like oh you're not entertained could you imagine fucking we will rock you in the background like that's the fucking th- sort of thought process of like whoever scored this is an idiot i'm just like i'm the the fucking hobbits are walking through the shire to fucking metallica like it's just it doesn't make sense and or like, like I get it. It's, way downtown. Can you imagine that? Hobbits all through the Shire. Well, it, way it, downtown. It's, <laughs> it's like the director was like, in the in the whoever scored it was like, yeah, I'll make a mid- medieval period piece if you want me to. Who's in it? Sure. All right, no problem. Well, what are you gonna do? You're gonna do some like wind flutes and some brand. No, no, no. ACDC Queen. And they're like, what? He's like, no, it'll work. Don't worry. Doesn't work. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not terrible, but in the same token, it's like, I've ripped apart movies on this fucking show for far less less issues. Like, I ripped apart Invisible Man, and that was a much better movie than this as far as quality of making. I did, I will say, I still enjoy this movie. It's I will just, say um, to all the they're, viewers, they're anybody who's a... new, um, wait this is not bad. Wait till we get to Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> to, to, follow, yeah. to piggyback on Invisible Man, they're making a Wolfman movie with uh, Ryan Gosling. Nice. Is what? He wolf? wolf? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is any movie still being made with him? <laughs> like, he's at the point where if 17-year-old girls are fawning over him, it's fucking creepy. They, like, he's they... aged out. He's in his 40s. They like the lazy eye, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's just like, have you seen the... Like, he's not a bad actor, but he's always got the same sort of like, I'm here. And it's like, fuck off. And like, he's another person that plays... He plays him every movie. Like, he's him. And it yeah. doesn't work? Well, I mean, it does if you're... If he's... I mean, the motherfucker was 30 during The Notebook, so I don't even know what age he is. He's... he's Shit, was he? Damn. He, I'm pretty sure he's in his late 20s around 30 for the notebook and he was supposed to be playing a whatever i don't know he grew a beard therefore he's ageless what is a great movie you just keep saying great movie you know there's a lag on the channel right <laughs> is it the notebook is it blade runner the fuck the notebook is i know we named like four or five movies just now like, which one <laughs> you are you just, talking about <laughs> if you've never watched the show i have add I just blast shit out into the atmosphere. I don't. It takes, rem- it takes a second to get there. Yeah, and then the lag's like great movie. Oh, thanks. <laughs> movie. I do know I movie we are reviewing though. About, yeah, I think the first one he was talking about this one. Uh, Gosling's fucking forty-two. Shit. I told Jesus. you, motherfucker's not a young. He's. I, I don't care if he was a Disney kid. He's not. He's fucking forty-two. He's Corey Feldman, but famous. I think Feldman's actually like fifty, but so Crash the didn't say that the Notebook. You would note. love that great, movie. Oh, he said great movie. Sorry. By the I By like the way, notebook. if you think the Notebook horrible, if you think the Notebook is a sad movie, you're wrong. Ask me why. I'll tell you why. You're wrong. Why, why man? Now you gotta explain to them. Why, man? Why? No, it's. Or do you want them they, to ask? They she do literally do. doesn't know who the whole fucking movie is. He's reading her a book of their life, right? And the, the bitch just doesn't, doesn't know him. It's basically Jerry from Rescue Me. He might as well be the fucking brother. She has no idea who he is. And then comes in for a moment of lucidity from her fucking dementia dream she lives in. And then they die in each other's... How is it sad? 
Like, she remembered his face, and then they die in each other's arms, and they're old. It's not like they were 35 and got into a fucking car crash. They were old, and she was on her way out already. It's not sad. It's probably the best way she could have gone out. Finally remembering his face and didn't think he was the fucking help still. Like, come on. Do you, do you think on some days he spices it up and, like, <laughs> makes up stuff like he's a superhero or make it a horror story and... Till the nurses come in because she's screaming and they kick him out. <laughs> what, <laughs> it's like, what if back tomorrow? <laughs> what if like on the days the kids aren't around, he's just like, and she was a real bitch to him, like just really laying <laughs> um, it in. And you what, let the... me sleep with a bunch of women. <laughs> yes, constantly. You loved it, Julian. What do you mean by I'm looking extra daddy today? What, what the fuck does that mean? Who you or Matt? Yeah, uh, Julian. Julie's, yeah, I was directed at Alex. Oh. And and Nikki hates the word daddy. So if you guys could throw that in like every every daddy? five ten minutes, yes, daddy. daddy. Ooh, I like that. Nikki seems more like a papa kind of woman. Papa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what do you say like that? I'd like papa. some more, papa. Please give me a hug, papa. Give it to me, no. papa. Papa. No hugs in this house. I don't know why he's Russian. There's a movie we're reviewing. God damn yeah, it. We should we should probably we, talk about this movie. We are. Um, Fuck. Whoops. All right. So the 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 quote unquote the Knight's Tale is an actual uh, poem by the character Paul Vision, however the fuck you say his last Bet-ney. name, uh, Bentley, because he, he was really a poet. Bentley, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Chauss, Chaucer, I think Bentley, Chaucer, yeah, Chauss, Chaucer, yeah. So the, there are actually like only two or three characters that are like historical characters in this movie. Oh, you don't say. Oh. All of the rest is made up. Obviously. I couldn't tell that by the soundtrack <laughs> that they weren't going for fucking realism. Um, no, it's uh, uh, Edward the Black Prince, uh, Jeffrey, and uh, there's someone else that's an actual real character. Everyone else. Why is he gotta be a black prince? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's um, asking these hard hitting questions. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I like this movie, but I always take yeah. it as as not even close to being as face value and i don't know because I, it wasn't I supposed to be serious it. i don't, I yeah, don't like this... i'd like to know how this movie was marketed when it came out it was marketed with queen in it like it was in the fucking trailer like the thing about it is this movie's too long two hours and six minutes for this movie is just too long hour 45 it, is the perfect time by honestly for me yeah how many yeah. fucking yeah, it, it didn't seem like with? it was long it didn't seem like it too was long. long for two hours yeah, not at all. too long several i would have cut um well i'm gonna cut one entire montage there's literally the initial training one and then there's like the second montage after she starts building his armor of like testing testing you know it's just like just get to the fucking jousting and i and also the movie is very predictable i, I will say yeah. i prefer the montage over some character coming in in the next scene and be like yeah we trained for like five days yeah like a, I prefer the montage versus like a sentence. Although I, I just don't feel like the, the the fluff does not do anything for anything. Like it's literally just fluff. It doesn't develop more characters. Like they have that whole scene in the in the church. Why? What was the whole? I mean, do you guys remember what? Well, he talks about her itty bitty uh, pecker titties. That one. No, well, that was when she came to his tent. That's another one. Like, what the fuck is her game? Like, literally, like. 20 minutes prior, she's like, yo, if you don't try to kill yourself, I'm sorry, you ain't tapping this. <laughs> and then also, also, all sort of like, 
olden like times of like sexual behavior gets thrown out the window and she's like hey i'm your prize because you're a fucking idiot because he's a fucking idiot i mean she says i've got to lose joust after joust after joust i'd be like you know what bitch i just used servants looking mighty fucking good right now this this was right after the Patriot too, so I wonder if I like like the movie. studios were like, "We like uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, uh, yeah. Heath Ledger. We want him back." And he probably got thrown this movie. Sure after, after this, he did a bunch of serious movies. I think Crash he, says uh, all titties need love, Giovanni. When was yeah? When was Ten Things I Hate About You? Like 96, 97? 90, 99. And This was and what oh after- one. Yeah, oh one after this, he did Monsters Ball, Four Feathers. Oof, that talk about Kelly. serious, fuck. I agree, Crash. I remember the milkers are designed to uh, nuzzle your face, and the um, itty-bitties have nipple competence, so gotta, we don't discriminate against gotta, any of them. I love <laughs> all them honkers. It's like, like call them. Now we're calling them honkers mm. and milkers. Is that official? Are we gonna? <laughs> yeah, we didn't discuss honkers. this before going live. I didn't know we were gonna <laughs> use new terminologies for honkers and milkers. And... <laughs> nipple yeah. confidence. I've never heard of nipple confidence before. Right now, <laughs> my favorite insult to my wife is calling her a big titted animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I said that to Stephanie once, and she fucking like, hey, left for two days. It was great. <laughs> She left for two days. Yeah, she went. Sounds oh, wow. great. <laughs> it was hilarious. I oh, just boy. played video games like all day. It was awesome. I mean, what else yeah. are you gonna fucking order in? I'm sure the marriage might be over. His... What about your what? Your milkers? I don't know. It's kind of your personal choice. I don't want to assume your milkers. <laughs> I think I think Mickey likes milkers. <laughs> she likes milkers. Okay. <laughs> Hubba Blues, is that another one? Are we just going to go old school with it? Oh, Knockers. Shit. Utters. Knockers. <laughs> I don't guess, Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> you guys <laughs> brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that video where uh, the guy's like, my wife told me she's divorcing me. And she's like, no, I didn't. I just said you can't touch the girls because I'm wearing a white shirt. And he's like, I bought that shirt and I bought those girls. <laughs> <laughs> Hop in whose chat? Everyone's topless with baby, and of course you would. You like a dog? Stay on your leash. Anyways, all right. So this movie is a dumb, goofy fucking movie. There's the problem is is like for me, there's a little bit too much of the like, you know, they're you know they're gonna fucking end up together. And the other thing is the the movie kind of presents other women in the like the whole like, ooh, who's this one gonna end up with? No one. The only one that ends up together in this movie is Heath Ledger <laughs> no and Jocelyn. Everybody else is single and fucking depressed at the end, just like they should be. Well, they're kind of rich. Roll, what's his name? Roland? He was about to get with uh, her her girl. What's her name? The the princess's servant? Yeah, he, he was about to get with her. I can't remember the actress's name. Also, by the end of the movie, the, the black prince is like, I'm gonna marry her. And it's like... Why? Like you don't even like her. You're just being a douche. No, Adamar wasn't the Black Prince. He was um. Well, well, he wore black well, armor. James, what the James fuck Pierre else? James Purefoy is a Black Prince. He is also uh, in the Resident Evil movie. Uh, from 2000. yeah, that, that that other guy was the Black Prince. The one that had the scars on his face. Yeah, the yeah. dude from Dark City. The yeah. ones that the one that the Night villain. City. Yeah, that's the what villain. I'm saying. He, he yeah, talks to Heath Ledger. Yeah, he talks to Heath Ledger at one point. 
and he's basically telling him like it was after I think he was supposed to be disqualified. He was telling him like he's gonna marry her, marry Jocelyn. Yeah, basically like a as it like a fuck you. Boy, did you even watch the goddamn movie? Yeah, tell, he told her in when he was uh, tied tied in the uh, in the jail. He's like, I'm gonna marry her because. No, I mean, no. You know, I'm a knight. I come if from you're royalty. He, if you're you Heath know. Ledger, couldn't you be like, enjoy my sloppy seconds, like just to be a dick? I mean, because he had already had her at that point. Seconds. Well, <laughs> and firsts, I think. <laughs> it never was not sloppy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it should like so. The storyline is your basic sort of like so twit. Go on. What I, what I what I was saying was Adamar was not the Black Prince of Wales, and you said he was the Black Prince. He wasn't. He's the no, Black Prince Thomas, of this movie. Thomas he's Cole. in the Black Armor. I know, but he's not the Black Prince of Wales. It, it was it was the other dude, the Scarface guy. Well, you know who yeah, I'm talking about, about, right? The one that knights him at the end. The one that Edward. knights Sir William. All right. Well, we know who I'm talking about, right? Adamar is his name. Come you know who Adamar. I'm talking about, right? Rufus. All right, whatever. Yeah, Rufus is his first name, real life name. I don't know his last name. He's not somebody that I like. No, by name, it's just by his weird, buggy-eyed face. I was gonna say it's his eyes. Yeah. Oh, he's got that one eye that's just like I'm looking at you. It's like, <laughs> please, please stop. Like um, the librarian in our grammar school. Do you remember that, Matt? Oh my god. <laughs> Mister G, G. I don't want to say my last name. Um, yeah, she would be yelling at you, and it really was like the Doug and Steve Butabi, like him, me, him, 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 me. Like, cause you know, I mean, when you, you're when you're fish eyeing, it's hard to know who you're talking to. And then she yeah. would look me, Denny. I'm talking to you, and I'm like, well, I, I figured. Her eyes me. were the equivalent of Steve Buscemi's teeth, where they're just going to different oh, parties no. in different directions. <laughs> I mean, it's like somebody overinflated her head at the factory, you know. Uh, Giovanni, Crash is questioning if you're going to barf. You said you look like you're going to get sick. At least I don't, I don't look like him, so I'd rather look sick than look like him. Oh, <laughs> get him out. Get him out. You're a band, ugly fuck. <laughs> Giovanni's like, what do you even no mean by that? Damage. <laughs> you, need, you need to go into specifics on how you're lucky you don't look like did him. You, the guy who does the emotional damage thing, did you see his other video where he's like, I will send you to Jesus. Did you see that? No. <laughs> I have not. So good. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I like this movie. It's just it's a dumb fucking movie. I you know, and I always like Alan Tierdick or whatever however you say his fuck Turdick. Turdick. However you say his name. Um, I don't know. I find him a little too goofy in this one. Like I like him in it still, but it's just like, can we not with him right now? He has a lot of anger in this. Yeah, movie. he's very angry. He's angry to the point where he Firefly can't pronounce things. Canceled. Or he can't. I'm <laughs> angry that Firefly got canceled. Not only am I angry that Firefly got canceled, I'm angry they killed him in the fucking movie. I think that uh, show is fucking overrated. Although what? I do like it, but it's I think so it's so good. I don't, I don't know, man. Have you watched it recently? Ever. I wouldn't say best thing ever. I will say, for a Fox television show of its time, they did a really good fucking job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I we we rewatched it like a year or two ago, and it's. It's still, you know, it's got that cheese layer, and I think Lewis's problem is it does feel a little bit like what CW shows feel like now. Yeah, but that's, o- that's into that. That's only because that's uh, what it was of the time. But the fact that you have like all of the um, curse words are in Chinese, you know, shit like that. It was cleverly written. Uh, the movie I think is really good. I just I don't like how they they ended everybody in it. You know. 
Yeah. Well, there were there was Any supposed to be two movie. more movies after that, but he ended up doing Marvel instead. But how do you do two movies after that when you killed like three quarters of your fucking cast? Yeah. What one. you drinking, Lewis? Oh, it's a well. I don't want to say brand names because I don't want us to. It's a frothy it's beverage. A, it's Nerditude water coming. Oh, here I'll show you the label. There it is. There you go. Yep, that's it. Nerditude water, by the way, is six, <laughs> it's sixty. It's covered by this cat. Sixty <laughs> grams of sugar. Matt's Somehow. gonna be selling his bath water soon. Uh, that'll mm. be up on the site. Yep, on my store, there's gonna be bath water and jarred farts. So... I'm gonna say farts in a jar. Nerditude. Yeah, no, normal people normal people are going after NFTs. Me, jarred farts and bathwater. I think that's the way to go. Only that's on my uh, OnlyFans. You gotta order them from there. Bubbly. You gotta order bubbly. Oh, they ain't a sponsor. They ain't no bubbly. That's some sparkling shit. <laughs> no, no, you have to subscribe to OnlyFans where you can get the link to your Patreon to order them. Yep, yep. You can only get it if you subscribe to the OnlyFans. <laughs> It's I not throw in a few fans, though. It's under desk where we install the cameras. <laughs> I throw, desk, I throw, I throw, I throw a desk. few stickers in with every jar of farts for free. Oh, you know, I want to give back to the fans. God forbid that jar come cracked in the mail. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not an unlimited. They're gonna think it's one of those fucking uh, mail bomb things with the fart spray. What the fuck is in this shit? It's potent, isn't it? I gotta have some sort of guarantee. This fight will last you for one whole week. You're, you're gonna see in the news nine mail workers died at a facility in Illinois. <laughs> will Fortier breaks... did that in uh, in that movie that, or that TV show that he did with uh, Last Man on Earth. I've never watched. Where it, he so. he jarred a he jarred a, a fart and he and he covered it to give to his brother, or his brother did show, it to him. Did it get? Is that the show that got canceled? Yeah, it got canceled. Back? No, no, no it, it never it never it finished. Okay. It never finished. Can you imagine like somebody's breaking into the home and like the only thing they can think of is grab the jarred fart? <laughs> they open it, it's like, oh, what the fuck is that? Is that tear gas? And he's like, they run away immediately. Perfect. <laughs> Buy one of my farts for self defense is what I'm saying. I'll get. I'll even do little plastic jars you can put in your back pocket instead of mace. Just, hey, go and you break it and it just dear God. There's and then we're working on the scratch and sniff though, Snickers. So you're going to have so. to fart and zip on it back, so we probably can't get glass. No, actually, you know what I am working on is uh, stickers with QR codes on them. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, with with scratch and sniff, what would, be, what would be your scent, Jelani? Yeah, what would be your scratch and sniff scent, Jelly Bean? Uh, probably vomit. Oof. Because I'll catch people off guard. <laughs> okay. Right, so you're just wanting like a scratch and sniff sticker to stump someone? Yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> There's no other reason to have one. What about you, Anthony? I don't know. Like, I, are, is the point to like alienate our audience and have them never purchase something from <laughs> Alex, you? Uh, I'd probably be vanilla. I don't know. What a I generic cop-out answer. No, because I, I, I have that, uh, what do you call it? That, uh, Oh shit! What is that? That fucking perfume? No, 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 the the bath fucking shower body spray shit. Do you not Axe. buy the Axe. I have I have the I have the vanilla X shit. Do you not? Buy... You want to be known by vanilla X? That's your scent? Like really? It it smells good. All right. Do you do you are you the type of person that doesn't like? I know my grandfather's like this, 
But do you buy only like plain vanilla scented candles? No, 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 no. no. I don't. Candles? I don't like the candles. Those things smell <laughs> fucking nasty. Dude. In my house, we only buy the Jesus the, the candles. Axe, the Axe body spray actually <laughs> smells good though. No, no, no. I, but I'm saying, when you buy candles, do you buy no. regular candles or scented candles? I don't buy candles. Um, my wife and buys the candles this, are I, lovely. I, that wax, that wax shit. I don't like that. You, you go to Walmart, five bucks. It smells somewhat like what it says it does. All right. Nah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the scented candles things. So you would buy the non-scented if you were to buy candles then. If if I had to buy them, yeah. You do the hmm. Bath and Body Works candles. You just yeah, they are the yeah, they are the best. Do you just not like scents? Do they bother you? Like, do you God, not damn it, like pleasant the, pleasant odors? The wax, the wax ones. I don't. I don't like the smell of the wax. I, I, I don't know what it is about the wax. I don't know. What wax has a you, smell. It yeah. does, but if like what? How bad are the candles you've bought before? I, I don't buy them. My wife buys all the stuff, and I don't. And, and oh, they're bad. Are the candles? The, she's no. Her, her, her and my, her and my oldest like daughter to blame. Her and my, get her, her and my oldest daughter choose choose all the the scents that they put her on the house. Get her in the room. Let's yell at her and then get her out. Get her out. She already, she already gave me an evil eye earlier, so I'm, I'm not dealing with that shit tonight. <laughs> she heard you talking yeah. shit about her. Yeah, I'd give you an evil eye too. I'd be like, this motherfucker's yeah. live talking shit about me. She's gonna log in and be like, "Fuck you, bitch." You won't know you it's her though. You could be outside in the cold with these feral fucking cats. Oof. Pissing and hissing. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we should probably talk more about this movie. <laughs> I mean, what's that to say? You got the fucking uncharacteristically handsome guy. You got the uncharacteristically beautiful woman. Plus the other people who aren't ugly. And nobody talks about how bad anybody stinks, which is also unrealistic. They all must stink. Mm -hmm. Maybe not True. the guy in the black suit, Rufus. Rufus the Dofus is what we'll call him. <laughs> we should probably just rate this movie. <laughs> I, you know, I, and the thing is, I'm not even going to give it a super low score. I was just like, it is, a, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, I get, like, the director was like, I love these songs. I'm going to make this movie. I'm going to put my songs I love in the movie. Like, they're going to pay. This is a big budget movie. They'll pay for the licensing. But in the same token, it's just like, how many random late 70s, early 80s rock songs do I have to hear in a medieval times movie? <laughs> okay, oh, you're not entertained. Wee, woo. And I mean, even Gladiator was more crazy with that shit. Giovanni, or uh, Giovanni, Crash is giving it three Chicago dogs already. He's jumping the gun, but that's his rating. Everybody, if you've never watched the show... We are from Chicago. We do Chicago dogs out of five. Uh, sometimes we do the delicious Christmas dogs. No. Um, these no. gentlemen love them. Various <laughs> recipes, you know, uh, fruitcake with icing inside, I believe, and candy canes with the little crunchy gumdrops for texture. Delicious. These guys don't know what to talk about. Fucking but, disgusting. But this, <laughs> with, with an eggnog dipping sauce. But anyways, oh we I love eggnog. Fuck you. One of Dipping Matt's multiple personalities no. is a crackhead chef who doesn't use any normal products. <laughs> I'll tell you how to make a meatloaf with Doritos and some straws. Um, <laughs> and some turlet water. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I, we, so we do... We do Chicago Dogs out of five. If you've ever seen Knight's Tale and you want to give your rating, Crash is already a three. What would you give a Knight's Tale out of five Chicago Dogs? If you've never had a Chicago Dog, traditionally all beef hot dog, pickle spear, relish, mustard, celery salt, uh, sport peppers, basically. Onion as well uh, with tomato. 
No ketchup, obviously. That is a Chicago dog. Get him out. Get him out! If you prefer uh, a Maxwell Street dog, as Jen has said, that is basically, uh, it's either an all-beef hot dog or you either do the Polish mustard, grilled Mm -hmm. onions. Mm -hmm. Grilled onions. Uh, You you can do sport peppers if you want on that as well. But yeah, if you want to throw your your rating in. If you want your ketchup, you got to get the little packages. Put it on Mm -hmm. your ketchup. Basically, out of five, (laughs) what would you give it? Um, Do you guys want to start that rating process? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I uh, like this movie. I've seen this movie a lot uh, growing up. And I I don't know. I didn't see this in theaters. I think every time I watched it, it was just uh, on HBO or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it it was one of those movies where, like, whenever it was on, like, if I caught it, I would sit there and watch it. Um, Same. And I was always a big fan of Heath Ledger um, and uh, Alan Tudyk and... uh, Paul Vision, whatever the fuck his last name is, um, but yeah, no, I I agree. This movie does have a lot Bettany. It's Bettany. Does, does have a lot of flaws. Not Seawall. Um, in trying to decide, like if it's gonna stick to a period piece and be sort of comedy or get all wacky, and the the music they use is kind of just like a lot of it. Even at the for the time, it's like Dumb. all right, it's a it's a little heavy handed. Um, yeah, no, this is probably a. Th- 3.5 out of 5 stars for me. I want to hear what you have to say. Not Giovanni. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would give this a 4, but because of the modern music that they use in it, I, I'm, I'm dropping it down to 3.5. But I, I really do like this movie. Um, I watch it, like I, like Anthony said, uh, all the time when it shows up on TV. If, if I'm flipping to the channels and I see it, I fucking I get stuck on it and I watch it. Um, and I laugh. I laugh a lot. And I also watch it all the way to the end of the credits because there's that whole fart competition at the end. Huh. And and the, the and the girl who's uh, the armor, uh, the, the blacksmith, she has the fucking loudest and longest fart out of all of them. And it's fucking hilarious. That turn you on? No, it's just funny. Yeah, they cut the scene. The, <laughs> that was extended by two minutes where they ate her ass out, but then they Jesus. cut Jesus! <laughs> Wow, that was a that was literally a <laughs> literally a knight's tale. <laughs> Three and a half dogs for me. So <laughs> Giovanni, you go ahead, you sick fuck. <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, the music down to the story. I would rate it as a romantic comedy. Yeah, I, I, I I'm guessing that's how they marketed it as a romantic comedy rather than a period piece. But I will say that the the it wasn't supposed period, to be serious. I do agree, but there are serious parts to it, and I think the serious parts are heavy enough that, like, it teeters. Well, I mean, I'm going to argue so with you that it, dramedy, then. Like, I'm going to argue with you when you say it wasn't supposed to be serious, right? Like, I will say the overall tone wasn't that of a drama, but when you have your main character, basically, when he comes across the villain, he <laughs> almost dies because the villain cheats and tries to kill him. You have so much of the romance drama in it. I would, I would say it I would I would argue that they went for serious, and because the movie is so tonally imbalanced, it doesn't. It's like oh, this these are just parts of the movie. These aren't serious parts. It's just we need to get to the funny, and that's a problem with the movie is it doesn't know what it wants to be. I agree. I agree, which is why I'm going to rate it a four because I love this movie. Can I it's lower a- my <laughs> score because of the cut ass eating scene? No. <laughs> Come here, blacksmith. All right, I'll go. I'm going to give it a three. It's labeled as an action-adventure movie, which really it's neither. 
Uh, I'm going to go three. Not a bad movie. Uh, I do feel it's it's a bit long. I'd say, I'd say shave ten minutes off it. I don't think this movie has any any business going above two hours. Um, this type of movie doesn't. I mean, fucking Braveheart was like two and a half, and people said that was too long. Come on. Um, it's like fun. Braveheart. It's a Heath Ledger. You know, it's his early work, so you're getting dreamy Heath Ledger. This is clearly pre Joker. Uh, it's good. It's fun. The ca- the cast does what you know they they all do well. Um, Jen hates Dark City because of the bad guy, which pisses me off. So I think maybe I lowered the score on that one. She did say earlier that it's. She said it's because it's weird. weird you know what? She likes other Looper's weird, a weird, weird movie. She likes that movie. Tell me, Looper's weirder than or not as Dark City's weirder than Looper. I do like Looper. Looper. Is a bit of a strange. Looper's movie. a badass Looper's movie. Weird. I mean, it really is. It's fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, so I give it a, a three. I mean, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. It's not going to be a movie for me that like I throw on to as a comfort movie. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. All right. You guys, do we need a quick break or do you want to pile house and plow right into the next one? Uh, Looper has Joseph, Looper has Joseph Gordon Levitt in it. Alex bladder check. Bladder check. Good. All right. I mean, he's more ice though, but that's That's why you have children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me go wake up my two-year-old because I want another drink. Ringing a bell. I need my. This is my ice bell. You know the tones. <laughs> um, He's got little different right. bells on his desk. You want to jump into the second one? No, yes, don't restart. Do Jesus. Uh oh. My computer was about to update right in the middle of this shit. <laughs> Come on. Was it going to update your Elder Scroll uh, files? I, no, I, it was, was going to update itself. <laughs> I have warned you about Skynet over and over. What is your problem? As long as Skynet has giant tits, I don't care. It doesn't. It's anger and violence that Skynet brings. Nothing else. Don't be fooled by the robot titties. It's all a shroud. It's all a ruse. A shroud. A shroud, yeah. A shroud. It's a shroud. So... Our uh, second film uh, for the night is the Paul Thomas Anderson film, Punch Drunk Love. Love. Mm-hmm. As I call it, BD- PDL. Since the movie came out October 11, 2002, uh, runtime in 95 Nipple minutes. confidence. Um, budget was $25 million. This movie failed terribly. Uh, 24.7 Wonder why. Um, what does that movie- mean? Has Alex is gonna be like, oh, I don't like this movie because there was some wind blowing outside and this tree branch was hitting my window. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's, it's bothering me. It's got a very tight cast. Like the main cast is like six people. It's Adam Sandler. You have Emily Watson, uh, Philip Seymour Harrow. I mean Hoffman, Louis <laughs> uh, Guzman, uh, Robin, Robert Smeagol. That's a bad name. Smigel. It's Smigel. He's Smigel. He's, he's, no, it's Smigel. He's the guy who does the the comic, the insult dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Robert okay. Smigel. He, and Smigel. Uh, and Mary Lynn. Uh, I don't know how to say her last name, but she's in. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, as Gail the snail. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So if I had to. Um, make an analogy for this movie for someone who hasn't seen it um this is what it's like to have an anxiety attack yep for yeah. 95 minutes uh is, is essentially this film so um, when when steph started watching this movie with me and there are scenes in this movie where um 
you're, you're following Adam Sandler's character and clearly his anxiety is building and they use the entire surrounding area around him and the music and the fucking music that, that was driving me well, she nuts. was driving her crazy too. And then I explained he he's freaking out. He's having a mental meltdown mm-hmm. and this is what it's like. And she's like, Holy shit. Like the light bulb went off. Well, see, that, that's the thing that nobody talked. And I didn't, the whole time I've been mentioning that we were doing this movie on stream, I didn't mention this on purpose. The truth of this movie is it is a character study for somebody who's mentally ill. It's yeah. somebody like Lewis. It's somebody like myself who has deep rooted anxiety, who what, whatever, you know, for one thing, he grew up with people, all sisters. People don't know us. Or you'd be like, did he just call Lewis retarded or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do. I, I have bipolar disorder and this movie is, uh, like for for example, not to cut you off, Matt, but if you watch you this movie, you totally did from from the uh, <laughs> from the start of the movie as soon mm-hmm. as it opens till you get to the dinner scene, the score just kind of goes and goes and goes, and it's it's literally like having an anxiety. It's got attack. that like yeah yeah yep yeah. All those different. It makes you like when as soon as it starts, it makes you uncomfortable. Well, you know what it is, right? That's why is this here? That's like like the audio sensory element of it, where Mm -hmm. it's just like as as the more and more he gets sucked into his, and I can relate to this, the anxiety attack, the depression, the outside world starts to ripple. It's almost if you have bad anxiety, um, and and I've been open about this on the stream. We've been open about this on the show. Very open about it. Um, One of the things I tag my streams with is mental health because. I openly talk about. It. I know what the problems are, and, and there's you know there's you can't hide these things. And for people who suffer for it, it does become sometimes you're in a tunnel. Sometimes it's you know the outside world is blurring, and people's voices are more like just vibrations because you're not there. I mean, um, and this I think movie does a great job of showcasing that. And I think you got to give props to Adam Sandler because yes, <laughs> he, through his physical his physicality in the movie. He is a man who you can tell from the moment you meet him who is insecure, who has issues, who doesn't know how to relate to people. He's got he's got some sort of issue where he doesn't know how to connect. He's not a bad looking guy. He has a stable job. I think he owns the company. He does. So, yeah, it's a startup. So he's like got the, the flunger. The flunger. Yeah, yeah. So he's you know, and his business is Stupid building more and more. Idea. But he's lonely and he doesn't know how to reach out to other people. And that's why you get him calling a sex line. Now, here's the Plus thing about he the movie. he had seven sisters who were fucking bullies to him. And well, that, mm-hmm. Lewis mentioned yeah. the di- dinner scene. And basically, yeah. basically, he goes apeshit and starts kicking in the fucking big windows yeah, in the yeah. house. Yeah. Because, no, that was dining room, I thought, wasn't it? Yeah. That yeah, was, that no, was, that, no, that was, no, that was, that was at the, the sister's house. Yeah. yeah. I thought you yeah, were talking well, about the dinner scene that I have behind me. No, no, no. no, 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 no the, the, talking about that. No, oh, no, yeah. no. The, when he meets his family and yeah, basically. They, were talking, they kept talking about the hammer and yeah. Well, then he, he confides something to his sister who then tells her husband, who is a doctor, to try to help him. And then you have the whole thing where they start discussing him. And hey, you remember when we used to call them this? And I believe it was retard. And they start and, joking and they about it to each other. Hard. I think I think it was they called him gay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he at this point, and as everybody's talked about, the movie represents his anxiety, and the anxiety is building because he knows he has to go to this dinner. Mm-hmm. His anxiety's not building because he knows that he's not looking forward to this. So every moment you see him up to the dinner, he's building that anxiety attack. 
and then and he gets triggered. Point, and- three or four of his sisters called to fucking make sure he was going, which yeah. is yeah. annoying as fuck. Yeah. To, to Matt's point, though, Adam Sandler's physical <clears throat> acting as the scenes build are that's what makes the anxiety. Like you, you see it, you feel it, you hear it, and the the whole movie runs you through the gamut. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, uh, you know, and like, and you could see he's a guy that try like he tries to relate to Louis Guzman. And Guzman kind of mm-hmm. has this like this guy's a little fucking weird. I know I try to do a Louis Guzman impression. <laughs> um, I just think of him from Waiting, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the goat bat wing. Yeah, the goat. <laughs> um, and, the, and, and basically, he's going through the motions, and he gets set up. Uh, oh, he doesn't. Don't wait. No. So she, the the Emily Watson, basically, she's getting her card work done next door to him, and they meet, and then it turns out that it, it was their sister that set them up basically said my yeah. brother has his business and they they have an almost um immediate connection in that they seem very much alike in the realm of awkwardness Weird. and weirdness <laughs> yeah i want to eat your face and i was like yeah, what i, I, I forgot yeah, this was in here like, that, yeah that's that's literally the talk of a virgin who's only called sex lines and so <laughs> by the way he does and i will say the i don't like the whole him calling the sex line storyline, but without it, you don't get the amazing Philip Seymour heroin, yes. uh, heroin I believe. <laughs> so he's the mattress man. You said it. I didn't say it. You said it. He's the D&D what, mattress what is, man. What are you going to sue me for telling the fucking truth? Sorry you couldn't handle fentanyl, Mr. Hoffman. Um, but he plays a, a awesome character called the mattress man who basically is the pimp for these 900 workers who, the whole thing is he calls and then they try to extort him, you know, because he told them that He's got a girlfriend, and so they call him thinking, and he hey, gave you know. his fucking SSI fucking number, his social yeah. security. So, uh. at this point, he then meets Emily Watson. So he's dealing with the situation with being extorted from these people, and they're constantly calling. She's threatening him, and he didn't have a girlfriend, so it didn't matter to him. But now he's meeting Emily Watson, so now it is kind of putting in, and the whole time it is a situation where if you would fucking explain something to somebody it, it wouldn't she'd be like oh well let me help you then she wouldn't mm-hmm. care they weren't dating why would she give a fuck yeah. mm-hmm. but once again him being the awkward character he is there in his family it, there wasn't like let me explain to you what's going on it was hiding shame in my room so my sisters don't pick on me yeah they were nosy too they were like, what are you doing oh, what's that yeah. what's yeah. this movie does yeah. do if, if you if you are like a a, a cinema guy um this movie does do a lot of stuff with sounds and colors that like if you are a cinema buff this should be a required film that you need to watch i would argue Um, try to hunt down the criterion collection blu-ray they don't have a 4k release um the digital is not bad but you know the the, i think it has a decent dolby digital 5.1 on the blu-ray yeah um yeah because i mean if you if you watch the movie you notice a lot of uh, any anytime the girlfriend comes in, you start to see reds and bright colors, almost like a representation of you know his it's reaction. Hope. It's but, it's hope. Yeah, but when it's not that, it's all like washed out blues and gray, and like even his suit is just a representation mm-hmm. of his like mm-hmm. depression and anxiety. Now, um, I do want to talk about. I think Lewis and I a long time ago had talked about our favorite scene in this movie, and so it basically boils down to where he. He basically says, you know, fuck you to the people trying to extort him. And he's got a, he, he, there's this whole scheme 
where if you buy so many pudding packets, you get miles, and he figured out a whole kind of glitch in the system to accrue more miles, but then, so anyway, Emily Watson's going to Hawaii, and he wants to go with her, so he ends up going to Hawaii to meet her there, they have this wonderful little kind of rendezvous time, it's really in those scenes where you're seeing the vibrant love colors. That's a sweet part of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's basically they're in their own, and that's something I think that we, we haven't talked about. When they're together, they are very much in their own little world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the scene that I think Lewis, I think I'm right on this, Lewis and I love is when they come back, and they're still in their own little world. He's driving her home, and they get fucking uh, fished, uh, they get T-boned. And, oh, God. And it is people from the pimp, the from Philip Seymour Hoffman, the, the extorters, to attack him to get money and he looks over at her and realizes that she's injured she's bleeding from the head and he comes out and he grabs his fucking tire iron he's got that chipper like ha like that flip thing he does and he fucking wrecks him and then Mm -hmm. that leads to him saying fuck it and he goes to where philip seymour hoffman is and then the the my favorite part is the phone conversation they have where he's like just (laughs) say that just say that mattress man and he's like fuck you and philip seymour hoffman loses his shit and he literally just disconnects the phone and gets on a plane. And the next thing you see is he's in front of the mattress store and he's still got the fucking phone in his hand. Yep, still has it in his hand. But um, it's, the, it's that scene is so important because it goes to show in as you're watching the movie in Adam Sandler's character's mental thank illness, you, the, the, the parts where you notice that things are important to him, he takes to heart. He protects them. He's worried about them. And that that point flips a switch where he's he's like i care about this person and all his anger where he didn't know where to direct it all his his frustration his fears they kind of like disappear he's like i need to protect this yeah it's almost like throughout his life he's needed that emotional connection of somebody to Mm -hmm. actually give a shit about Mm -hmm. and to your to your point when they do that to him and he realizes what's going to realizes that she's hurt the only one that Potentially, he's actually ever fucking loved, including his own family at this point. They haven't yeah. known each other long. He goes into almost all the anxiety's gone. All of the, the lack of confidence is gone. When he gets out of that pickup truck, he gets out knowing, I'm going to fuck these two up. Mm-hmm. And there is no other situation that's going to happen. And it's it's one of those things where you're right. He, he literally has taken those years well, of abuse from the sisters and just self-hate. And, and he's not even like brutally violent with them either. No, nope. it's funny. It's funny because it, they're the ones that brought the tire iron. Yep, and and he takes yeah, it from that's them. What makes it he, he beats he beats three <laughs> of the guys. Doesn't he hit him with the, the door? back window? No, he, <laughs> he busts the back window and he goes to the he goes to the back and he he puts the tire iron in the guy's face and the and he, he, the guy takes it back. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck just happened? And and beating but, these but guys fucking up, leaves. He's still polite, like it was. And he gets back in the car for his character. It's a beautifully violent, just kind of like. Finally, this guy gets a release. Like, and the mm-hmm. and the thing that's so pungent about the scene is, he literally goes from two extremes. Like, he gets broken out of his love bubble by them committing violence upon him, and it it just snaps him into a mode of just like, now you fucked up. You hurt this person. The one person probably in his life that you looking at him wrong at this point is now going to be a death sentence, and you just mm-hmm. fucking made her bleed. And it's just such an awesome, like, badass. Like, all right. Let's do this. But I, I feel like it's how, like, most, and I hate to sound so, misogynist, but most guys would react if their family was threatened. Like, that, mm-hmm. there's, there is a layer of, like, that self-concern goes away. 
and it becomes like they're needing like I'm gonna fuck you up to make sure I, you can't mess them up type thing. So just real quick to, to go back real quick, the opening of the fucking movie, he, he he's drinking his coffee, he he's doing his little thing, he's he's doing his research about the fucking um, Miles thing that we're talking about, and then he goes outside and he sees this fucking car accident that just happens right in front of him. Mm-hmm. With nothing else but when that. I saw that, I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I and then, and then somebody thing. drives up, leaves a fucking piano, and disappears. <laughs> yeah, and he, I like how he starts to way. play the piano too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it, he's but, trying to repair it, and it's and that's that's another scene that when he's trying to repair the piano, and he's just having like a full on panic attack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 another one of those. They're like, I feel you, I fucking feel you. <laughs> But like later on, he he comes back to go get the piano, and the fucking accident scene is still there. But nothing ever happens for that that fucking accident. That happened. Well, where is it? This that is L. A. It's sudden, fucking, right? Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, I think so. They never really tell you, but you could tell by like the way the scenery is. It's it's probably L. A. Yeah. So it is. Well, no, they, he does say he's, he lives in L. A. Oh, does he? Okay, I missed that. I've seen it a fucking dozen times now. I've fucking never heard that. It's hard it's not stupid. to think about like the real world. Um, like how this person would function in real life because i mean he's had a like fractured childhood um he's clearly had pent-up anxiety he's the first time he mentions seeing a therapist or psychiatrist he's an adult and it makes me he's think talking like, to a dentist it makes me think like him finding her um didn't essentially cure his <laughs> anxiety and in my head i'm like if down the road she leaves this dude, he's gonna go on a shooting oh, yeah. spree. Like he is a, <laughs> well, he is I think, a loaded cannon. <laughs> well, that's the thing is you got it. The way I looked at their coupling is like soulmate. She had her issues too. Like, like it was yin to yang, and it was the kind of thing where if he's gonna find somebody that will understand his peculiar behaviors, it's her. And the same thing, like he'll he'll understand and completely accept her peculiar behaviors. And I think that's one of the reasons you get the kind of like bubble love bubble because it's it's I think it's supposed to be the representation of when soulmates legitimately do meet. I think is the overarching mm-hmm. premise of their coupling. And I think the car accident in the beginning is just a representation of what his life is. It's a fucking wreck. At that point, the only thing he has is the pudding miles and his plunger business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you notice, as soon as she becomes his main focus, none of it matters. Yeah, like it his, all his, pl- his plunger business is getting more and more business. Like they can't fulfill the orders. They, need, I think Guzman or uh, Go- yeah, Guzman is telling him like we're backed up. We need you know yeah. blah blah blah, and he doesn't care. It's all about he's got this problem that is mattress man, and he's got this hope that is her, and those are the only fucking two concerns he really has in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it, it is, it, go ahead. Oh, and I was going to say, it is weird. Because um, I, I was watching with Shay, and she said, um, by the end, she's like, well, you know, he didn't get any better. And I was like, I don't I don't think that was the point. He just, like, no. found the missing piece. Like, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, it's... Um, well, for one thing... He, that made him more comfortable in his life. For one thing, he's never had a female in his life to... That tolerated him. And I'll put it that yeah. way, because he's got issues. And it's a... I did same thing. You know, God bless my wife. I've got fucking issues, but she tolerates them and accepts them. And I think the problem with him is all of his female influences fucking dirtbagged him as a kid. Like his sisters were all ruthless seven with of him. Them. 
Yeah, you know, he and his mom. And so, so even though gotta... even the one who comes to visit him, who you think maybe she cares. No, she just grinds at him yeah. the whole time. Well, I mean, think about when he actually does call the sex line. He doesn't say anything. He just wants somebody to talk to that doesn't shit mm-hmm. on him. He doesn't yeah. say anything. She's She leads it because that's her job. But he basically just wants to have a fucking conversation with somebody that isn't down, like, dogging him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because the other thing is to note, his employees, like, Guzman doesn't respect him in the beginning. Like, that, that isn't like a, hey, boss. It's like a, like, do you know what the fuck you're doing? Sort of like... And, well, and even so, his response yeah. to the suit, it's more like, "Why the fuck are you wearing that?" Like it's, yeah. And you would, and yeah. that's the other thing. That's the other thing is the suit's new, right? Which means the point you see him is the first day of him trying to change his life to a different direction. Mm-hmm. That's him restarting. So the fact that he's restarting, trying to do do better, and then he goes to his sister's house and gets fucking shit on. And it's like, to his credit, he owns his own business. He employs people. He's not an addict of any kind. He's not as a, he's a weird motherfucker, but he doesn't do harm to anybody. And they treat him like he's fucking like. What are they doing? I mean, frankly, they're housewives. They they don't talk about their careers yet. All they do is shit on him when they meet. And it's like me, I'm different. I would have I'd run my mouth back. I'd have been like, hey, you remember that time you had that abortion? I'd <laughs> all the ugly would fucking come up. Hey, you remember when you got pregnant? You didn't know which dude it was. All of it. I wouldn't have held back. Fuck you. Seven of you on one? No. Every dirty little secret would be, you couldn't power wash the dirt, I would fucking say. Yeah, that's Just wouldn't have showed up to the fucking party. That's the other thing. And that, yeah, I know Alex, and Alex would have been like, yeah, he'd have been on the phone, every sister that called, yeah, no, no. And he would have meant it. Like, Adam Sandler's kind of like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm like, come on, you pussy, basically. Alex would have been like, you know what? I'm going to be with Brenda tonight. Who's Brenda? I named my beer now. Like that that's what he would have you know what I mean? Uh but no, I this is a movie I've I've loved for a long time. It's one of those movies that I introduced I believe I introduced Jen to. Um and it is one of the few it is one of it's a romantic drama, really. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the few that I think you can watch and it's an adult romantic drama. Like yes. it's not one of those ones it, like the, a knight's tale is not an adult movie. And I think maybe that was my point when talking about it. It's not. It is in a movie that you go to the theater, you can bring some of you, you can bring your, you know, 13-year-old, you can take your wife to it, and then you forget about it 20 minutes later. This isn't one of those movies. This is a movie that you watch, and then it marinates. And, you, and then you go, you know, there's certain things I didn't even notice. And the people will watch this, and go, I've, maybe there's people now watching and say, I've seen this, man. I don't fucking remember half the shit you guys are talking about. Go revisit it. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, please. I love this fucking movie. Um, I've had it every version you could have. Oh, one. No, I'm, I'm making the joke because you. Never mind. It's a I joke. Should, I... If you haven't seen this movie, we're reviewing oh, Punch yeah. Drunk Love, not Lost what, in Translation, what, guys. Twenty-one years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is a far superior movie to Lost in Translation. That's why it, it is. I do love this movie. It's great, and and the the fact that it it really. From 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 the way it's filmed, from the characters, from the the music, it takes a dip into mental illness. Like I've never seen another movie do before. It's really cool to to you can watch this movie and get and get a gist of what it is that yeah, he's this. going through. You can literally step into yeah. his shoes 
for a second and be like, oh, shit, that's kind of fucked up. I, well, it's kind of like Rescue Me. I mean, they do sort of the true, similar thing true. where at times you, you're, you're in Tommy Gavin's shoes, you know? And yeah. even though they never really give that, like, they honestly don't give him a first-person point of view here, really. You kind of watch him throughout the whole movie from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, by the colors and the soundtrack and his physical acting, you, you know, you get the impression of a dude who's physically and mentally beat down. Like, he's got a hump kind of in the beginning he slouches yeah. and then slowly his posture you know by the end when he beats the shit out of the guys and he defeats mattress man he's standing up straight you know there's the character evolves from you know maybe he doesn't get better maybe i mean the movie's not about him the movie's about finding what makes him whole and i think yeah. as a character study they do i think they do a good job of you know, it's basically, it's a puzzle. It, you, know, hum, you know, the human brain emotions are a puzzle, and he found the piece that was missing. And hopefully, you know, I, I'd love to see a sequel of this called Grown Ups 3. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she's she's the mistress to Selma Hayek. The, sound, the soundtrack is such a, a character, like, embodiment of his anxiety, though, that I wonder how weird this movie would be if you remove the entire score and it was just... Oh, that'd be strange. Because there's a lot of scenes that are extended with the score that it would just be like really awkward. I wonder if it would completely change the movie. It would probably look more like a dark comedy versus. I would argue if you were, I I would say if you weren't going to have this score, then go complete silence. Make the undertone of the movie his loneliness. I was going to say, it'd probably be even more sad if it was yeah. just no score mm-hmm. at all. Well, you would also have those moments, like, um, there's several scenes where they're kind of, like, gazing into each other's eyes. Like in the restaurant. Yep. Take all the music away and just have restaurant noises in the background. It'd be weird, but I think it would still work. Just people smacking their lips. Yeah, you're hearing forks and plates and fucking, you know, all sorts of shit that you would normally hear. I think if you didn't have this soundtrack, you could use either the ambiance that exists in the scene or the lack of it to emphasize it. Like, I think the whole scene where they get T-boned and he, and he beats the shit out of him, you pull the music out of that, that makes him that much scarier. Like, rather than having music, you know, they do the tailspin, he looks at her, she's just breathing heavy, all you hear is the... which they kind of do, and then you just cut all sounds except for him and his footsteps and their footsteps... And, and, you know, like, I think if you did that, it would work as well. I do love the soundtrack, but I think it could work with the lack of it as well. Mm. Let's give it some hot dogs. Uh, I say, yeah, you want to do hot dogs? Um, I'll, Luis. I'll go first. Um, this is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Um, I, I like Funny Sandman, but I think uh, this and Uncut Gems both, awesome movies bro uncut gems ending is so goddamn infuriating it hurts that movie for me so bad it is so so fucking anger inducing but uh yeah this one is a five out of five for me um i like click you bitch nah (laughs) click is click is also a sad movie it's a it's so i i argue i argue about that because there's literally the only scene at the end that is really sad and then he wakes up in like normal land so like once again you can cut click you could splice up that movie and make it like just a depressing twilight zone movie if you want to do <laughs> a family favorite of ours is, is a bedtime stories of his i like that movie as well i also i'm a huge fan of the grown-ups movies both of them i love them I'm not gonna lie 
I do love Little Nicky. You know, I, I don't like Little. I don't Jen does. Little you know what my wife told me? She told me she doesn't like anger management. What? The fuck is your problem? <laughs> this man needs anger management. <laughs> that movie's amazing. She's like, I it's deal with hilarious. it enough with you, you piece of like, shit. <laughs> anger management. I do like Fifty First Dates. I'm not gonna say I don't. I, I, not. I, you know, I, I like that people, one. People love the Drew Barrymore Adam Sandler pairings, and I don't. I don't get it. That's the only one I like. Wedding Singer's better. I only like Drew Barrymore when she got mm. murdered in Scream. Okay, hey, I can give you minutes. Wedding Singers. Yeah, that yeah. one is really good. I'd say, I mean, I also, I think Waterboy's really good. He had a really good string of, like, before he was doing Netflix movies, where he's basically just, like, you know, I mean, they're not terrible, but the Jen likes Blended. I believe or not find Jack and Jill to be stupidly funny. You've never seen Jack and Jill? That's I, the one I, where... I haven't seen it. Dude, it's yeah, it's he plays um, he plays himself and his sister, but it's just a what, really what dumb fucking movie. But it's it's funny. It's Adam Sandler funny. So if you can appreciate his stupid goofy shit, you'll dig Jack and Jill. But if you're you know the Water Boys, you don't even uh, you know what about Happy Gilmore? It's like those are thirty years old. <laughs> yeah, but so uh, this is a five out of five for me. E- even if you are water sucks analyzing the uh, uh, mental illness aspect of this movie and you just like like the art of cinema, this is a movie you should check out for that. Um, and also, everyone, the whole cast does a really good job. Adam Sandler, yeah. Philip uh, Seymour. Uh, heroin? Heroin uh, does a good job. Um, yeah, so f- five out of five for me. Go check it out. And uh, it's if you have HBO Max, it's on HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. It's a Criterion Collection movie for a fucking reason. Yep. Uh, bing bong, bing bong, Giovanni. I'll go. Um, this is a five out of five for me, too. I do enjoy this movie. Um, this is up there with... Uh, this is top three for Adam Sandler movies for me. Um, and it, I just love the way it dives into mental illness like I've never seen a movie do before. Um, it really gives you a taste of what's going on. And... Um, like when I explained when I was watching it with my wife and I was explaining, you know, why they chose the score they did, why those scenes are like that. Like I said, it was like a light bulb went off in her head. She's like, holy shit, I never I never knew that. And she watched it in a different way. And and it was really cool to see that, to see her reaction, to see now she has a new appreciation for the movie in that aspect. So it was five out of five. Alejandro. Hey, so um I don't like Adam Sandler's fucking comedic shit. Get him out! Um, Get him out! I, I, I do, is that a new I do, thing? I do like, I I do like so. some of his shit. I do like some of his shit. Um, this movie is is a four, uh, you know, four hot dogs for me. Um, I did I did enjoy it. I did like it, but I just I don't like Adam Sandler. You don't so like the that's, that's the only reason why there's <laughs> shampoo is better. Like Adam Sandler. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh come on! No, 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 man. <laughs> I ain't I farting do, on I no snare drum. All that shit. Come on, you don't but like no, but I, I, I really did like the movie. I did like the movie. So I mean, Mama told me to the devil. There's, there's that Sandler. There's the hibbity who Sandler. Serious Sandler. And there's Netflix Sandler who just shows up for the paycheck. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's got that murder mystery too coming out soon. 
Um, I actually, Jen and I didn't hate the the first one. Once again, I maybe you know, Alex, I just don't like Drew Barrymore. Like, yeah, get her out. Like, like, like I don't get her out. I do like Fifty First Dates. Bring I have on. Not seen, <laughs> I've not seen Wedding Singer though, but I do like Fifty First Dates. You haven't seen Wedding Singer, huh? But that's a good one. one. You might, you actually might like it because. That movie is a is him obviously the main star, but it's mm-hmm. a like the supporting cast does a really good job. Robert mm-hmm. he's, Meagle, he's kind of he's kind of like The Rock for me, where I don't like the fucking Rock, but I like his movies. And same thing with Adam Sandler. The movies I have I've seen with him, I do like them. Wait, but I don't, wait, I don't so like you, Adam Sandler. The so what you're saying is you do smell what The Rock is cooking, not digging it. <laughs> I don't like The Rock drive. the wrestler. It's I don't like Adam Sandler the comedian. But I like I like their, their I like their the work that they do. We do you like that fucking Kale rock that I've watched. Do you do you like the rock the rapper? <laughs> oh fuck oh, Jesus. No. no. I bet Fabian Bops the that's Yeah, he, he he literally like in the car. Yeah, man, it's about motivation and power. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're powered up. Hey, you nine hours the chat. Is Fabian still here? He might be dead. No, I think he's <laughs> yeah, then nobody said anything in a while, but hey, uh, um, he's guys, still here. I, yeah. so there's something going on from my kids yeah, said there's, there's police and shit. Um, I, I gotta go. Welcome to Chicago. Everybody hit the deck. Gunshots Wait, are fireworks. Did, what did Alex say? He said there's cops out front. He's uh, typical Puerto Rican. You know, you want to go, you want to see, you want to be involved. Yeah. You know, he's gonna go outside. Has nothing to do with you. He's got to go outside and see the danger. He's got to go outside in thirty degree weather and nothing but a house coat and flip flops on top of it. (laughs) It's like that Dane Cook joke. No, no, fuck shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did I get mine? No, he's not here. Fuck him. It's a five out of five. I I wanted to review this movie for a while. I think the Valentine's Day was like the perfect um opportunity uh yeah spread the word on this movie spread it like gonorrhea i love this movie oh Mm. spread spread the butt cheeks on this movie bend over to get your waxing it happens all right so thank you for joining the episode um i'm gonna be up for a while because normally we go way fucking later than this i mean it's only 10 30 gentlemen how the fuck does that happen alex is in for what if it is just nothing it's just a cop fucking like some drunk dude came out of Mishka's, and the cops like, "Ah, oh, son of a bitch!" Alex, Alex goes outside and gets arrested, and just <laughs> <laughs> Alex would be the one that would talk shit to a cop for parking too close to his fucking car. So you you see him run in frame, and you hear taser, 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 and he just, like, <laughs> he just t- sack of potatoes down, like face first. Just hey guys, I'm ba- <laughs> done. That would be awesome. And let's see back. what let's see what it was. All right. So that what was it? Dallas. What was so it? Was, there was, was it the rock? Right Did he hear you the, making no, fun of him? There was an accident right out in front. The guy tried to run. Somebody held him down, and he caused some kind some commotion and started flipping out. He's cackling. There's police holding him down. Were you gonna go out there and see how much no, no, information no, no. I, I he got? That's Puerto Rican no. skill right there. He was not go outside. My daughter sent me a text saying that there's somebody outside. So I thought it was by her window. So it freaked me out for a second. He deduced all that information by being a looky loo. <laughs> no, it was from her text. So your daughter was the looky loo. She said there's, that they're holding somebody outside outside her window. So it freaked me out for a second. All right, I apologize. We were just saying fuck Alex. No, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's what we were talking. The whole chat was just fuck we had Adam a whole, We're gonna create. We're gonna create a command for it. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, anybody, if anybody's in the chat yeah. and you've seen either one of these movies, let us know what you think about it. Um, I was just saying how fucking early it is. Yeah. It's 10, anybody what, anybody 10 got 30? questions? We might not have answers. Yeah, we might. We might not have answers. What, what we might qualifies have, we might have us as, as a, a movie uh, raider? Well, I'm a professional movie reviewer. Um, I've done I, interviews I with uh, shirt, but... famous directors. I actually got to repost that because Alex told me it was the year anniversary the other day of that video. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm going to repost that. And... Oh, the gnomes? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do well, it in HD. It is in HD. HD. <laughs> <laughs> we want it in 4K now. Do it in 4K. <laughs> Four, I mean, I could do it. Re release it in 4K. Just re release the video with the same title and at the end put Criterion Collection. Release the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the remaster. Uh, you did give me the idea to do uh, Click as a horror like movie now, though, like sad movie. There's enough scenes in it, I think. Yeah, just turn it into a different, like real depressing. Like I'm gonna turn it into Taxi Driver, I think, basically. <laughs> the Beyond Department. I actually watched that movie the other day. Do the end of that movie when he's just his blood soaked hand. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? There's nothing more 1970s New York than him going on a rampage and killing pimps and drug dealers, and then like two days later he's back on the job as a taxi driver. It's hilarious because that he he originally like like he wanted to get rid of the scum, and then he felt that the the person running for what was it for mayor? I think it was for mayor of the city. Well, he had a very he had a righteousness problem where he did yeah, yeah he talked about the scum and basically like. Bef you, that is another movie, speaking of mental health character study, where that is a man that, like, is just not happy with his place in life. He's a veteran, presumably Vietnam, uh, so he's already fucked up from that, and he comes back, and he's working, and he sees the worst of the worst because he was a late-night taxi driver, including, what, 12-year-old Jodie Foster, the prostitute. Like, um, and that, that's another one where that movie is a slow descent into madness. Yeah, you know, it which is. Finally, which which really builds up to. I mean, Harvey Keitel is like the big pimp, you know, gang guy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, let me show you something." Boom, right in the stomach, and it's like <laughs> that movie does. I want to say does nothing for most of the movie, and the last fifteen minutes, we're like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, it's it escalates pretty quick, but I feel bad for him because like all his plans just fail at the end. Except for well, when he goes after the pimps. <laughs> well, no, but then he's a hero tag. He's still a taxi driver, but he's got a little article in the newspaper. He's a fucking hero because he killed pimps. I want that world back. I want where if you go into a pimp house and you murder them, it's like, hero pimp killer works at Kinko's. <laughs> like, like, back on the job the next day, he got one day off. He had to call in sick. Hell, COVID gets five days. He gets one day off. He murders a pimp house. How's that fair? <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to end it here. I'll be up for a little while. I don't know what we're doing, because I'm not tired at all. I might be in the Discord. Um, let me get everybody, if you do have any interest. Oh, no, Discord's starting. If you have any interest, I'm going to drop a link in the chat real quick. Join the Discord. I'm going to drop a link to Nikki, who is my streaming partner. Um, she was on earlier. We were streaming together before that piece of shit game crashed my system. We were playing golf with your friends. 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 We were playing golf with your friends.
All right. We're going to end it. I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm now hearing myself back, and I don't know why. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Anyways, let's sign off. I'll probably be in Discord hanging out for a while. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Sorry for the infinite loop. Yeah, it's fucking annoying me at this point. What the fuck? Have a great night, everybody. I will see you uh, Monday at the at the latest. Love you.